Today's track is on an EP that was the first ever to debut at number one on the Billboard 200 chart. It's Allison Chain's Jar of Flies, and the track is called I Stay Away. Jar of Flies is a really important, incredible album. The guys had just come off a tour, off their big album, Dirt, which had done very well for them. And they were tired. They really, uh, they lost their bass player on that tour. They had basically fired their bass player. They had just brought on a new bass player, Mike Inez, and they really weren't in any position to make an album. But they decided to go into a studio with acoustic guitars only and basically take 10 days and just see what happens. And what ended up happening is the seminal Jar of Flies record, which to this day is still my favorite of all the Alice in Chains records. This track in particular was written partially by Mike Inez. It's credited with, with Mike as well as Jerry Cantrell. And it really is kind of this weird conundrum. A lot of Alice in Chains songs are sort of like this, but this one I think is a perfect example of what Alice in Chains is able to do with their their sonic atmosphere. Uh, with the, what they're doing here, I, someone with a better grip on musical theory can probably explain this better than I can. But basically, they have this tendency to write major chords and sing major chords and yet make them have this minor harmonic tone to them. In this particular song, you, you'll hear right away, you're starting off with this uh, in D major. And so this has this kind of beautiful intro, this acoustical intro in D major, and he's playing a D and then he plays a C over the D chord, which is beautiful as well. And then that descending line down to uh, G. But basically the whole entire verse is this beautiful, major, happy kind of sounding verse. And then we go into these pre-choruses that are just, they'll melt your face off with this kind of evil, vicious kind of tonality. And yet when you analyze the chords that they're playing, it's really insane what they're actually singing over. They're singing 100% major chords. They start with the D major, then they go to F major, then E major, then E flat major, and then down to D again. And so they're doing this chromatic descent, but each one of those chords is major and they're all working over this D minor bass part that's going on. He's got this really raunchy, Mike Inez is playing this crazy raunchy bass part that has a lot of distortion and the kind of guitars working with him as well. But they're kind of playing between that D and F and you know the, basically the minor triad there. And yet they're singing major chords over it. Don't ask me why that works. Don't ask me why it makes any sense at all to be singing a D major chord over a D minor bass part, but it works. And it's just absolutely treacherous when you first hear it the contrast going on between those verses and these pre-choruses is just absolutely insane and then of course they go into the actual chorus of I Stay Away, which basically starts on a D major again, and then it goes down to the B flat, and we get that classic kind of Iron Maiden chord progression where you got a D major down to B flat minor, and then C, and then back up to the D. And so throughout this entire song, the chords that are being played are all major, and all the vocal chords being sung are major, and yet there's this really weird, vicious, mean dark part in the middle and it's it's really hard to describe unless you just hear it I 
Lane Staley's lyrics in this song are a bit vague. My thinking on this, most of their songs, most of Allison Chain's songs, most of Lane's lyrics are, tend to be about his struggles with drug addiction, with heroin. And I, I'm getting that vibe off of this. He starts with that great line where he says, I want to travel south this year and I won't pre- prevent safe passage here. He's trying to go to a better life. I think he's trying to escape his demons, basically. And then you hear this kind of inner voice in this really vicious part in the pre-choruses that are basically saying, you know, why you act crazy, not an act maybe, so close a lady, shifty eyes, shady. So it's sort of his doubts about whether or not he can escape and get to a better life. And again, that's my reading of it anyway. It's it's kind of not very specific, but my my guess here is that you know he's he's struggling with within himself here to to go south, if you will, to go like you know, the birds fly south for the winter, right? Uh, so to try to find sunnier, warmer places, and instead he's trapped in this uh, prison that he, he's of, of his own mind. It's one of the rare songs in Allison Chain's repertoire where he's not getting slapped in the face or kicked in the teeth or something of that nature. Uh, his lyrics tend to be very, very harsh on himself, uh, but very also introspective. And uh, this is no different in that respect, uh, but at least he's not getting kicked in the teeth, I guess. structure of the song is extraordinarily straightforward. You really just have basically an introduction, which becomes the verse, and then these pre-choruses, and then a chorus part. And that just basically repeats a few times. Uh, there's a guitar solo in there with actually an electric guitar solo that Jerry Cantrell performs. It's actually a really nice solo that he puts over the verse part. And then right after the solo, he can go back into that pre-chorus dark part as well, and then come out with a final chorus. And then the song kind of just ends. Another cool thing about this album, it's very raw in the way it was recorded. Obviously, it was unplanned. They just kind of went into the studio and ripped it and it shows, but in a good way. And the arrangement of instruments is very interesting for them. You know, like I said, it's the album is mostly full of acoustic guitars. There's some electric guitar happening, but not a whole lot. And they added, in this particular song, they added as a nice bit of flair, they've added a little bit of string parts as well, some violins playing above this as well. And I think they really are effective in this tune. That's all there really is to say about this song. Like I said, it's one of those things that musically, I would love to have someone smarter than me explain to me why this works musically, why you can do that descending chromatic major chords and have it sound so vicious in context over this D minor bit. But it's just really well sung. It's extremely well composed, super simple song. But it is Allison Chains at their best, at their rawest, and at their most emotional. And it's everything that's great about this band. And if you are into this tune, if you like this song, I would highly recommend listening to the rest of this album in particular, the EP Jar of Flies, only seven tracks, but just... I think the best stuff they ever did. Obviously, Dirt is a great album as well, and and their fourth album is really good. But to me, they never topped this particular era of of the band. And to revisit this song after all these years is just such a joy for me to get back into it. And I'm glad I, I thought to do this song this week.
I think there's a good reason why this music has not come back full circle into popular culture. I mean, it, it is just too dark. I think it's it's almost surprising that music like this ever made it that mainstream into the popular culture. I think it's a real testament to how frustrated people were after the, the dystopian nature of the 80s and where we needed to go to kind of rebel against all of that. But we haven't had that kind of a sound return since. And I would love to hear more music like this come back around. But it's something I, I can go back to now and appreciate, but not something that I think will ever reach the pinnacles of pop culture again. Thanks for tuning in to the Weekly Listen. Subscribe to this show via Apple's iTunes or wherever it is you like to get your podcasts. iTunes ratings are always helpful too, and I'd appreciate it if you'd share the show with your friends. Apple Music and Spotify links to today's track can be found in the show notes. If you'd like to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash theweeklylisten and become a patron. Your support will go a long way to helping me keep the show going. Speaking of support, I want to give a shout out to my executive producers on this episode, Alec and Kevin. Thank you. You help make this show possible. If you want to learn more about how you can become an executive producer on this show, go to patreon.com slash theweeklylisten. If you have any comments, suggestions, or you just want to chat with your fellow listeners about the music, you can reach out on micro.blog at theweeklylisten. I encourage everyone to join the conversation. Thanks, and we'll be back next week with more music. 